Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, aka Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. You may know that one of the ways that I got my start working on air at the score was doing a show every week called WrestleManiacs. Like this is back in like 99 and 2000, 2001. Me and Jonathan Hood, we did this podcast and podcast. Wow. Wow. We did this radio show every Monday night after Raw and Nitro were over. I still have a lot of fans who listen to the radio show because they used to listen to WrestleManiacs, which is cool. I appreciate their support in all things that, that I try to do over at the score. Over the last decade or so, I've paid less attention to professional wrestling. It just doesn't interest me. And I think that wrestling has this thing where it has its peaks and valleys. You you find these great entertainers that can end up captivating you and you pay attention to what those entertainers are doing. But overall, I haven't found that inside WWE. There's some cool stuff in AEW. I really like what Cody Rhodes is trying to do. But I'm still, I'll, I'll check in occasionally. Like even with WWE, like Becky Lynch, for example. Like that's a captivating entertainer to me. Her whole thing I thought was really captivating. And I'm really happy that she's taking some time away to start a family too. Because I think that's important. Anyway, I say all that to say I'm deeply dismayed about what's happening right now in the WWE. And you may not have been paying attention because everything else that's going on and you're trying to figure out what's going on in your own life. WWE was one of the first companies that decided that they were going to, the show must go on. Like that's what they were about. And they wanted to show that they could get back and they could get on the air and take advantage of the fact that there was no sports on somehow Vince McMahon was, well, I know how, cause he and Donald Trump are, are tight. So if you're tight with the president, he got called in with the rest of the commissioners of sports to discuss restarting and the performance center for the WWE is down in Florida where right now the cases of COVID are, are maxing out. We're seeing incredible cases. The good news is, is we still haven't seen a giant spike in deaths. But as I talk to people about this all the time, like it's not, it's not binary. It's not just you have it and you die or you don't and you live. Like there's a spectrum along there that's not good for anybody. But if you've been paying attention, WWE's roster is being ravaged by COVID. And part of the reason I, I think it's fair to wonder and some of the reporting in this too, it's fair to wonder why they're being ravaged by COVID is because they did a terrible job of putting protocols into place. On top of putting terrible protocols into place, like they were even letting fans into the performance center. Like it was, it's just been a nightmare. I read this story on Forbes and strangely enough, Forbes has been doing some good reporting. Now, obviously they've been getting it from other sources too. Check out this, this paragraph right here. WWE's locker room has been filled with apparent concern and frustration as the promotion remains under fire for staying open the adverse effects of a global pandemic. 
An unnamed WWE development talent recently came forward with criticisms of the WWE's handling of COVID-19, which included claims of not being allowed to wear masks. The anonymous letter also claimed WWE superstars are banned from making any public statements related to testing positive for coronavirus. WWE has issued multiple statements regarding the latest COVID-19 developments following a June 16th statement addressing why fans and attendants did not wear masks. WWE most recently stated, quote, WWE will continue COVID testing of its talent, production crew, and employees in advance of television productions for the foreseeable future, close quote. This is outrageous. It is outrageous that, one, they let fans into the performance studio. Two, that they didn't force fans that were coming into the performance studio to wear masks. And three, it's outrageous because these wrestlers are being affected by COVID in a way that is just, there were so many things that could have been avoided with this and you're not even allowing them to speak their minds and, and tell you about what's happening there. Wrestling is a really difficult thing to be around. Having done a wrestling show, having called local promotion matches, me and Jonathan called a lot of local promotion matches in, in the early 2000s. The amount of danger that the performers put themselves in is immense. We just celebrated a couple days ago the anniversary of The Undertaker throwing mankind off the top of Hell in a Cell. Oh my God, they killed him. He broke him in half. That great call by JR. Those risks wrestlers will take time and time again, even though they know they're super dangerous and they could end up with those, those really horrible injuries that end up putting them in a bad state usually once they're done wrestling. It is a hard life. They're on the road for 250 days out of the year. Usually in non-pandemic times, they're on the road for 250 days out of the year. They, they gladly sacrifice their body for their art form and for the money that they make. Would it... Vince McMahon just seems like a terrible person and boss. And for them to not see that they were putting these performers, and by putting the performers in danger, they're putting the company in danger. And this is the thing that I cannot understand for the life of me. Even if we take the most cynical view of the way that sports, and in the case of WWE, sports entertainment is supposed to work, that it's supposed to be there as an opportunity for escapism for people who are fans of that particular product. Even if we, we look at it from a cynical way and say, those people are there to entertain us and I don't care what happens to them. The person who's putting on the show should care. Even in the most cynical way, they should care because at the end of it, your product will suffer if people get sick and die. You'll lose money because you can't put on the product that you want to put on because your performers get sick 
and die. I heard Dan Levitar talking about this, and I think that he's right. WWE, over the last few years, and especially under the Trump administration, because there is a relationship between Trump and, and Vince McMahon, with Trump being a, a wrestler at one point and being a part of WrestleMania and all this stuff, McMahon has been pushing for the legitimacy of professional wrestling for a really long time. And now he's in a space where they do have that legitimacy. But what they still don't have is consequences for their legitimacy. If this was going on in name it, name it, any one of the, the four major team sports in America, if, if an outbreak like this was going on inside UFC, people would want Dana's head. We should want the same thing when it comes to protecting the performers in the WWE. It's, it's gross and disgusting that they have to work under these conditions. And there's not going to be a lot of people who speak up for the wrestlers in this regard because people still look at wrestling as a joke. They think that because it's scripted, that it's fake. And that's the thing. It's not. Like, what they do athletically is not fake. I don't know if you've ever been in a ring, but bouncing off the ropes doesn't feel good. Even with a an elevated mat that has some bounce to it. Doing a flying elbow off the top rope doesn't feel good. Getting hit with a chair hurts. And so Vince McMahon and the WWE have been fighting and fighting and fighting to get your attention and to get legitimacy. But what they continue to fail to do is to take proper precautions to protect their performers. It's a damn shame that, that these wrestlers have to work in these conditions and there's not many options for them other than to bow out like some people did, like with WrestleMania, and then risk not getting paid or being sued because we all know how litigious Vince McMahon is too. Loves to sue people for contracts. Look at Oliver Luck. It just, it breaks my heart. As someone who, I have affection for wrestling, even though I'm not watching wrestling. And I got to tell you, part of the reason that I'm not watching wrestling right now is because I've felt that it's lost its way creatively. And that partly has to do with Vince and his family. And them having so much control over the industry overall. Thank God for AEW and what Cody Rhodes is trying to do and any independent company out there that's trying to do sports entertainment and do it in a different way. But something's got to be done and more people need to talk about what's happening with the WWE. You might think that because it's sports entertainment that those people don't matter, but they do. And I wish someone... And I guess maybe that's me since I work for a mainstream media company. And I know that there have been a couple of other people who have talked about it. And I read the piece from Forbes for you. This is a disaster. And if it wasn't such a monopoly 
And if it wasn't such a joke to, to other people, people would be ringing alarms about the type of conditions that WWE performers have to work under. Where you're seeing 30 of the performers, somewhere around 30 of the performers, test positive for COVID-19. It really makes me sick, and it makes me even sicker, theoretically, that no one seems to care about these guys and women. And that Vince McMahon is going to be able to do what he always do. He's going to he's gonna put it on someone else, say it was someone else's fault, and then slink back into the shadows. The guy's a snake. It's documented that he's a snake. And what's happening with the wrestlers in WWE right now is absolutely tragic. Thanks for listening.